Welcome to the Just Been Diagnosed with Type 2 Diabetes podcast, powered by Diabetes Qualified. Hi, I'm Angela Blair, Credential Diabetes Educator at Diabetes New South Wales and ACT, and I'm here with Sue Ellen Harrison, who's just been diagnosed with Type 2 Diabetes. Thanks for joining me, Sue Ellen. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So, Sue Ellen, I know that you've just been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and you still have some questions about it. Yes, I have just been diagnosed and um, very frightening. I went to see my doctor uh, just for a checkup and he said, I have type 2 diabetes. And I didn't really know much about it. So, he sent me to a dietitian and I started to understand so much more about type 2 diabetes. But you still have some questions? I still have quite a lot of questions. So let's spend some time and answer some of those questions. Okay. First one, when I was diagnosed, the doctor started me straight away on metformin medication to help with my type 2 diabetes. Will I always need to take medication? That's a question I hear a lot and there's no right or wrong answer to that one. It's a, it's really about who you are and how your diabetes progresses and you know, what you do to look after your diabetes. So I guess there's no like yes or no answer to that. A lot of people start off on medication um, when they're first diagnosed because their blood glucose levels are above their target range. So one of the ways to bring them the blood glucose levels back down to the target range straight away is to start medication while the lifestyle changes happen. That is, you know, making some tweaks to what you eat and moving more and really starting to look after yourself in a slightly different way. Most people do go on medication at some point when they're diagnosed. A lot of people, they start off on medication in the beginning and they may move to other medication the longer that they have type 2 diabetes. And we know that type 2 is progressive. The longer you have it, the more medication you may need. You may need a combination of different medication, but the outcome is to get those blood glucose levels into the target the target range. And so, you know, medication plays a role in that balancing out your blood glucose levels. Thank you. That makes sense. <laughs> Let's keep going. You've got any other questions? Just insulin. Um, type 2 diabetes will... I end up on insulin? I'm sure you've met people with type 2 diabetes that are on insulin. And and yes, the answer to that is maybe. Certainly it is part of that progression of type 2 diabetes. A lot of people start off, as I said, medication. There's different types of medications. There's lots of different um, ways that you can manage type 2 diabetes using the medication. Lifestyle changes or looking after what you eat and how much you, you um, move or physical activity are a key part, medication then plays the second part. And that's about supporting how the insulin that your pancreas is still making. Um, and when there's not enough, that's when medication is, is needed. And it's not just not enough insulin, it's how that, medica- how that insulin actually does its job. So that medication can support that to a point. Over time, and the longer you have type 2 diabetes, the more support you need for that insulin that your pancreas is making. So at some point, you may need insulin um, injections. Um, often it's just um, a small amount to begin with, but we know that it's, it's a, a potential outcome of having type 2 diabetes because of that progression. I actually thought it was only if you had type 1 diabetes that you're on insulin. A lot of people think that, but no, and you'll meet people with type 2 diabetes that are on insulin, but it's it's part of that progression. Most people that need to take insulin injections, and they still may stay on medication, 
Um, so it's in combination, but it's about getting those blood glucose levels back to that target range okay. over time. And so I guess the insulin plays a role. Some people go their entire journey of diabetes without going on to insulin. In type 1 diabetes, they're dependent on that insulin. Type 2 diabetes, it's to support the insulin that their pancreas is still making. Although I saw my dietitian and learnt a lot, my blood glucose levels still stayed above 10. Why would that be? Well, it takes time. That's the problem. It does take a bit of time and it's not a quick fix like, you know, you diagnose one day and then blood glucose levels are back within the target range the next. So it takes a bit of time and that's where the medication does play a role, shortening that time period, I guess. When you start the lifestyle changes, moving more, and, and I know that you tweaked with the dietitian's help, you were able to tweak some of the um, foods that you choose to eat and how you ate them over the day. Yes. And certainly that helps, you know, reduce some of those centimetres around your middle. That all then supports how your own insulin that you're making starts to work, but it takes time. So it doesn't just happen overnight. I'm sure that the more that you've progressed with that, and I know now that your levels are, are very much in the target range, but that's around that tweaking, um, looking at the medication, whether it's enough, not enough, whether the tweaks are working. At the end of the day, you know, if the blood glucose levels then return to the target range, then that's working. It's working. <clears throat> and so patience is the, is the key to that. And it's taken you a few months to get yes. to this point. Now we need to work on keeping it there and that, yes. that's the next phase. So do I keep checking my blood glucose levels? Checking blood glucose levels is for a purpose. You know, a lot of people think, oh, I just check them because the doctor tells me to check them or the nurse has told me to check them. Pricking your finger to get a blood glucose level result is to use that result to make a decision or, or, you know, and that decision might be, yes, I'm doing the right thing. And the decision might be, oh, no, I might need to tweak what I'm eating a little bit more. I mean, might need to be a little bit more active, but maybe it's also to reassure you that, that your blood glucose levels are in that target. Once they're there though, you may not need to test. So we say test when things you know, you're needing to make more decisions about how you're looking after your diabetes and maybe test less or not at all when things are in the target range. I know that your doctor did a recent HbA1c test to check how you'd been over the, yes. the past three months. It was below target. So it was in, it's obviously all working. Your blood glucose levels are within their target range. That's a time when you might not need to check your blood glucose levels or you might choose to check it occasionally just to see if you're on target. Again, it's up to you. Yes. Um, whether you check or not. And then it's that support, that decision is supported by whether your doctor thinks, well, you might need to check just for a few weeks to, so we can see what's going on. Um, if you want to change medication or there's a change to what, what activity you're doing, all these things will impact impact on your blood glucose level. And, you know, from our past conversations, I know that you've recently had your metformin dose reduced, but that's because it's all kicked in now and, and you've been you've been able to tweak what you eat. You're certainly moving more. You've yes. lost some centimetres and that all means that your own insulin's now working that working more effectively and the outcome is Should um, I check less. if I'm unwell, like yes. with flu, just a gastric bug or something like that? Will that spike? It will. It will put your blood glucose levels above target usually. Things like illness, having the flu or gastro, um, being sick. So if you um, have something, you know, have to have surgery for, um, and you've got some other condition going on. Um, if you take steroid medication, for example, that can put your blood glucose le levels up. So there's lots of reasons why they go up. One of the things 
that I've always encouraged people to do is test more when things, you know, maybe not going to plan or there's challenges and test less when things are going to plan and there's no challenges. So definitely when you're sick, is an extra time to test. If you start a new exercise program, might be a time to test. So it's not just when things are challenging, it's also when you make other changes, changes as well. It's really good now that your blood glucose levels are in the target range. So when they weren't to now that they are, what did you do to make that happen, Sue Well, I looked at the food I was eating, the amount I was eating. So I cut down on my size, my portions. I tried to eat a lot more vegetables, salads, fruit. I did always like a large piece of steak, which I cut in half. (laughs) So I started looking up carbohydrates as well as sugar. What I didn't know was that carbohydrate is a sugar. So then everything turned around. I would just look at the carbohydrate content and change different brands that I was eating. Also started exercising a lot more, walking every day. Uh, I play netball and that's quite physical. How do you feel now? Like how's that made you feel? I actually lost weight and I could not believe that I lost weight. I tried so many times to lose weight, but just changing diet, exercise more. I lost weight and I feel really good in myself. Also, my medication for high blood pressure halved. I was about to go on blood pressure for cholesterol medication and after another blood test, I halved that as well and I didn't need medication. So that made me very happy. That's a good outcome, isn't it? Yes. So has that made changed how you feel about your diabetes? I understand it a lot more. Thank to you that, you know, there's a lot more information that I've been able to get hold of read, look into. Yes, very interesting because when you're first diagnosed, it's very daunting and you just don't know where to turn. That's great. What else do I need to do? Like it's very daunting when you're diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and you don't know a lot about it. What else can I do? You've started in a great way. So you've certainly done what we ask, you know, usually, and that is, you know, look at Look at what you're eating and make some choices around the foods that you're eating. Tweak, tweak it a little bit. Um, move more. That's always going to be a, a, you know, a health benefit no matter, you know, who you are or what you're, what you're doing. But there's other things that you can do. One of the things we encourage is people have their annual cycle of care visit every 12 months. And that's seeing, seeing your doctor and having a chat about your diabetes, talking about how it's going, um, reviewing your medication. Is it the right medication? Am I having it at the right time? Is it causing me any problems? It's also a time where your doctor may send you for some checks, and that is to have your eyes checked, your feet checked, to make sure, you, you know, and that includes your mouth, to have, you know, your mouth checked, to make sure that there's no problems there, and even your hearing checked, to make sure that the diabetes hasn't had any impact on that. So it's some checks. It's also some blood tests. So the HbA1c, as we mentioned before, should be at least once a year. Sometimes um, you may be sent for it more frequently if things are not going not to plan. Right. And also having like cholesterol checks, so to make sure that your HDL cholesterol is 
you know, above target, you know, one or above, and that you're, um, you know, what's happening with that, your total cholesterol, um, blood pressure, all these things have, have an effect. And so we want to make sure that it's not just looking after your blood glucose level. We want to make sure that your blood pressure and your cholesterol are in target range as well, because that's going to keep you healthier on no. your journey. And that's going forward. because type two diabetes affects my blood pressure. It, it's one of those interesting situations. It's around your your health generally. And we know that if your blood glucose levels are above target, it does make your blood thick and sticky. And so it's more likely to lay down as waste in your blood vessels, which then can put up your blood pressure, increases your cholesterol level, but it can increase your risk of things like a heart attack or a stroke down the track. So it's important to rather than wait for that to happen, that maybe by having these annual cycle of care checks, part of that is looking for that and and tackling those things before they happen. But by looking after your diabetes, we're trying to minimise or even prevent that from happening. Where else can I go for support other than the doctor? Well, you've got a whole team of people around you. It's not just um, doctors and dietitians. So you've got diabetes educators, you've got your pharmacist where you can go. That's who you see when you get your product, but they can also help with your medication and talk to you and give you education. Then you've got your team, your optometrist, your podiatrist, your dentist, and your audiologist to for those checkups. They can also answer questions around your diabetes as well. And so we've got a couple of websites that are very valuable as well. So Diabetes New South Wales has a website. Okay. On it, there's recipes, there's um, information sheets, there's lots of in- written information that you can access. Um, NDSS has a website as well. It has fact sheets and that that you can download. So there's lots of information out there. It's just knowing where to get it yes, and, yeah. and to support you. But you want to pick um, a site or a place to get that information that you know is going to give you the right information. And it's Australian information as well, so it matches. Information from overseas is slightly different. They have different oh. medications and they use different ways of measuring blood glucose levels. So it's, and, but you don't know, the, you know, who's written that information and it comes down to, you know, how good the information is. And sometimes is. you don't know which one to choose because you think, is that right or is that one right? That's right. And it, it can be conflicting. And very confusing. So one way is to is to use the, the websites that you know and, and, and value because you know the information is by people that work within the field. Um, but more importantly, as because you're registered with the National Diabetes Services Scheme, you get some support through that as well. So right. we've got the helpline where you can ring and speak to a customer service person who can answer your questions about product, where to get it, um, how to book into events, things like that. But more importantly, you can speak to a diabetes educated dietitian or exercise physiologist as well. Online. So, online, on, over on, the phone. Over the phone. And that, that's a great service because you it's for when you've got those questions and you, you can't make an appointment to ask yes. someone those questions. So it's really good to have that in the background, that you've got this place that you can ring, talk to a health professional, get those questions answered then and there, and then away you go. So it's a, it's a really good service that NDSS provides. We also run programs through the NDSS that are free for you to attend. There's small sessions, like it might be a session on food care, it might be a session on medication or shopping. Um, so these are sessions that are held locally to where you live, and you can book in and attend them for free. You can bring a take someone along with you if, you, okay. if you'd like that. Um, so there's lots of services that the NDSS provide. But also from our organisation, which is Diabetes New South Wales and ACT, um, you can join us as a member 
and that entitles you to um, discount on other programs that we run, like expos and forums, where you can come along. There's you know, lots of people come along. There's guest speakers, um, and it's an opportunity to do some networking and talk to other people. Oh, that would be good. Amongst yeah. it all, there's lots of support out there around you. And, you know, membership is an option, and that's becoming part of the organisation. So with that, you get newsletters, you get the Circle magazine, which is the latest information on how to look after diabetes. So there's lots of different support out there for you. It's not just NDSS, it's not just local services, and it's not just Diabetes New South Wales and ECT. It's like a combination of everything right. are, are all out there to support you on your journey with diabetes. That's good. That's good to know. Yes. Is there anything, though, that you found particularly supportive that I haven't mentioned? There was one that has helped a great deal. I found an app which I downloaded on my phone and it's called Food Switch. So when you go to the supermarket, you get your phone and you scan the barcode and it will come up. There's green, which is very good. There is orange, which is medium. And there's red, which means stay away from. It is very high in sugar. So you found that really helpful? Yes, it's wonderful. And I've passed it on to few of my friends and they just think it's great. That's the nice thing about the current technology. There are a lot of apps for diabetes and I guess finding one that is valuable and you use all the time, they're the apps to keep yes. and share. Um, apps that you you know download and you might use once every now and again probably don't help so much, but that sounds like a great, that's been a great support to you. Absolutely. And also too, it will show you, if I scan Wheat Bix Sanitarium, it will come up all red. So put that back on the shelf. So then I get a no-name brand and I scan the barcode. It's all green. It's like, yes. <laughs> so it's like having a dietitian in your pocket to help when Absolutely. you're shopping. Absolutely, yes. Sounds and it's great. very exciting when you find something that's all green. It's like, oh, that's in my trolley. Oh, that's, <laughs> that is excellent. I'm glad it helped. It does. It's great. Yeah, so you have you it. any other questions? I think you've covered most, but I'll probably think of something. <laughs> and you can ring the helpline yes. if you do. <laughs> Thank you, Angela, for having me here today for this chat. It has been so helpful and there's so much out there that I didn't realise and it is so helpful and I can't thank you enough. Thanks, Sue Ellen. Thanks for listening to the Just Been Diagnosed with Type 2 Diabetes podcast. For more information, fact sheets and resources, head to diabetesqualified.com.au.